Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who wear bras with nipples on the outside of them. We're talking about that in the break. I don't understand the point. If you're going to wear a bra with your nipples sticking out, why did you... Not wear just not wear a bra. I don't know. I go to great lengths to make sure that it's all concealed. Do you think that? Uh, see, that's what I'm saying. Do you think it's for women who wish they had pointy nipples? Like, are there any? I really women, don't are there any women whose nipples are so small that if even when they're pointy, you can't really see them? And like they walk around all day going, "Oh man, I really wish that when I got cold, who really wants everybody that? could see nobody my wants that." Well, you don't want it because you have sizable nipples that when you get cold, poke out and stab me in the eye hole. But if you didn't, like if you had little tiny Okay, nipples. I, I don't have like <laughs> aboriginal nipples. I, I'm not saying. They're not like the size say, of dinner plates or anything. Come say, on. I didn't say you had unreasonable nipples. But when you get cold, you can see them. I don't know. Curious. Curious and curious. I think nature kind of makes it that way. Well, that's what I was saying. Do you think there are some women who don't have any? And they no. feel like they, they're not able to. Not unless they're inverted, maybe. They're not able to compete in the, the nipple Olympics. That are the modern dating scene. Because you know, I think, most, I think most guys when they're dating chicks or looking for chicks in the bars, they don't see nipples. They're not into it. They're like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Barbie doll shit out of here. <laughs> yeah. It's episode number 660. Unsoothing. That's for sure. There's been a lot of a disquieting. Disturbing. A lot of disquieting shit going on That's around true. here lately. Stuff where I just go. Oddities. Oh, fuck. Like thing one trying to explain her trip home tonight. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm not gonna pursue this, but if it ever happens again, I am. You know what I'm saying? Where there's like weird, unexplained gaps in her travel time, and yeah. there, and when she describes the route she took, you're like, you did not. You did not drive ten miles out of your way and then ten miles back. That's not true. You know? Yeah, it didn't make any sense. Mm-mm. Next time she does that, I'm gonna have a talk with her. But I'm gonna let it go for today because it's you know Black Friday today. Yeah. How do you feel after our Black Friday expedition? Cut it out. <laughs> huh? Considering that it's Tuesday and Friday's several days away. You're really ruining the magic. <laughs> really ruining the magic. I don't know. I'm not sure I'm that excited about Black Friday. I haven't decided if I'm going to participate this year. Oh, uh, we're going to go participate. I might participate in my pajamas at, well, with my keyboard. Do you remember last year? We went to Black Friday, but I think we only got a couple of things three was... real gifts and then i bought shit to rebuild a computer that wasn't working right mm-hmm. you know what I, I, mean? got, I got blankets rose and then a couple yeah. of things for thing one. well i got a couple of things for you but you're right this year when i look at the stuff that's on sale for black friday i don't see it i just don't see it i just yeah i think i'd rather take my chances sitting here at the computer at midnight yeah but it's not as much fun i know it's you not know what I'm I don't know. I don't know what to do. I, don't, I miss the opportunity to like crack people in the skull and step on old ladies. I don't know. I'll think about it. Anyway, they want to call us. We're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You're the best. You're fucking fantastic. Never let me down. I'm just Amazon all my shit this year. I don't know. Amazon's got Black Friday deals going on every day. You know, the problem I have with computer deals, though, is I always feel like I didn't. If I don't get the deal, I always feel like it's because it didn't even really exist. 
Because they only have like three. Oh, they don't have any. They just lie. You know what I'm saying? Well, like Lowe's, they were doing a, a giveaway for their Facebook fans. Right. And you had to like supply your email address within a certain amount of time or whatever. And yeah. then the first, whatever random first number. First two. Two to 100, <laughs> right. I think it was. You might get it. Right. You get an email later telling you if you got it. Right. There was no instant gratification thing. Right. And the problem with that stuff is, like I said, if you don't win, you automatically assume it was a fucking scam. Whereas if I go to Black Friday and they say there's going to be a 55-inch 1080p. But there's only one per store. But there's only a couple per store. Mm-hmm. And I get there and I'm not first or second in line. Then I go, okay, I'm not getting the TV. And you, and you see the TVs leaving the store. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were there. Now they're not. That's true. Whereas the online shit just feels like a fucking ripoff. So speaking of sitting alone in the dark in the middle of the night, thing three has started doing things that are so strange and nonsensical. I think it's because we're making her be as normal and independent as possible. So her oddness has to manifest itself in different ways. I want to be clear. We're not enforcing any kind of normalcy on this kid. Well, somewhat. I'm trying to reduce the number. I'm trying to cut things for herself. Yes, that's but that's not necessarily normal. Well, she's imposing that on herself. The the way she's dressing, the way that she carries her books. Right, and she seems much happier. Mimicking, right? Don't you think? She Uh, does seem much happier. Somewhat, yeah. But then there's these like little expulsions of weird. Mm -hmm. Like the other night, I'm I I was afraid she'd fallen asleep. At like eight o'clock, like eight o'clock, right? Because then I was like, "Oh shit, she's gonna wake up at three o'clock in the morning." I don't need that. So I open the door to her room, and she's sitting on the floor watching TV in the dark. Mm -hmm. And her face, there's just tears covering her face. And I was like, "Holy shit, what? What the fuck? What are you watching, Old Yeller, in here? What's what's going on?" Mm -hmm. And she goes, "What?" And I go, "Your face, it's covered with tears." And she goes, huh? <laughs> like she's having an out-of-body experience. And I have. Realize what's going on. And I get really disturbed when I'm looking at people, when I'm discussing a fact with somebody, and they act like they have no idea what I'm talking about. Right? And it happens to me at work, and it happens to me in the real world. But when my own kid is, like, denying something I can see and pretending like her face isn't covered with tears. And when I was talking to her, it was clear she hadn't been crying. Right. I said there so I reached out and I got water on my fingers and I showed it to her and I said this why is your face covered with water she goes oh no no it's not tears I was uh I was spraying water in a spray bottle on my eyes because it's soothing yeah she has like this little tiny (sighs) squirt bottle that's for her American girl doll it's like supposed to be hairspray or American girl douche it out no oh. it's a hair product a fake hair product but okay. that's what she was using and she actually came out the next day and did the same thing to me and she goes mom does it look like i've been crying and i was like yeah what's the problem and she goes nothing i'm just squirting water in my face what the hell okay why are you being dumb <laughs> she's so funny like because we went to uh, Barnes and Noble to get coffee again tonight. Oh my god! And thing three came along with us because thing two had crashed on the couch. And thing yeah, three, Kim's been working the kids like a dog. 
I have. It's so, like free labor. They're off school all week. And so yeah. thing they've all been helping me with yard work and housework. Right. And so thing three or thing two is asleep on the couch. Thing three comes to the store with us. And right. we have coffee. And before we can get to the car, thing three runs up to my car door and opens it for me. And I'm like, wow, that's odd. She never does stuff like that. And I get in. I said, thank you. That was very nice of you. And she goes, yeah, well, you see the holidays are coming and I'm sort of strapped for cash. <laughs> that, that's, not how you, that's not how that works. And I go, what? <laughs> well, I'm doing some shit for you. Yeah, so you need so to pay me. How about a tip? <laughs> I was like, she, the tip is don't make your mom mad. <laughs> <laughs> she reminds me of those. There's a, a real problem uh, downtown in Dallas, right? And I was down there the other day, and uh, for some reason, they're having this problem with their streetlights, where I get to this extremely busy intersection, and it's one of those intersections that's right next to the highway, so there's an off-ramp, and then there's two major roads, and then an on-ramp, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And then you, you you go under the underpass, and there's another two major roads and a fucking off-ramp. And the lights were off and they were replaced, not with a cop, which is what you would think you would get there. Somebody directing traffic so it doesn't result in a giant pileup. Yeah. Just a... You got Bubba with the dancing clown? Just a cone sitting in the middle of the road with a stop sign on it. Nice. <laughs> so... Is it like glow-in-the-dark cone? No. It has reflective tape on it? Nope. No. It's just this one of those dull orange cones that you don't with, see until you're right up on it. With a stop sign on top of it. Nice. <laughs> and as a result, the homeless people had mobbed that intersection because you were stuck. You know what I'm saying? The intersection was just jammed and you couldn't go anywhere because people were being dumb. And they would they were doing the shit where they spray your window with a spray bottle and then oh, wash it I with a fucking yeah. cloth and then go five dollars. Mm-hmm. Here's a tip. Fuck you. Not five dollars, asshole. Get off my car. That's what thing three's turning into. Thank a little God, fucking homeless busker. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do with her. I don't know. I also don't know what we're going to do with thing one, because if I get another one of these weird outbursts of hate directed at me when I don't do anything, I'm taking her to the ground. I told her that maybe she needs to get on that medication for premenstrual dysmorphic disorder. Yeah. here I'm not going to go into great details about the story, but this was one of the few times in my parenting career that I felt like really wronged. Because she was complaining about her math class. Mm-hmm. By the way, the last math class she's ever going to take. Right? No, she has one more. One more. Fine. She was complaining about it. It didn't make any sense. She was getting really pissy because thing two actually understood the math and was trying to explain it to right. her. Right. Which made her super mad. Mm-hmm. And all I said, literally all I said was, don't. Because she was talking about she just wasn't going to try. She was going to take the F and take it again. Right. And all I said was, you're paying for this. You might as well see if you can gut it out and just pass the class. I'm not telling you you have to get an A. I understand that this is very difficult for you. Just pass it. Just pass it. Mm -hmm. That's all I said. I said, I think you can do it. You just have to gut it out for a few more weeks. And she totally lost her shit. She was yelling at me. She was storming out of the room, slamming shit, being a total douchebag. And posted it on her Facebook so that her grandpa saw it. Now, here's the thing. Nice. I didn't say shit to anybody. I was being encouraging, saying, look, you can do this. 
and it's not going to last much longer. Grit your teeth and get through it because you paid for this class. That is money you have to pay back. Right. Now, I still didn't get a fucking apology. She apologized to everybody else. She did. Uh, I was the one that and got on yelled Facebook. at. I was the one that got fucking <laughs> yelled at. No apology for we me. We all know she's sorry. I did not get an apology. <laughs> yeah, I know. You guys haven't been home at the same time. I was home just now with her. Okay, but that was different. Just a little hug. Thanks, Dad. I'm sorry I was a douchebag. The story horrifies me. <laughs> really does. <laughs> this is one of those stories that you read and you go, I had no fucking idea this could happen, and I really wish I didn't know it could happen now. <laughs> and we're going to share it all with you so you can be scared, too. Well, this is one of those things that people should be aware of. That's all I'm saying. Uh, a hairdresser was horrified when her nose collapsed after <laughs> decades of breathing in minute hair clippings. Edwina Philipson, 51, from Northumberland, says tiny fragments of hair lodged themselves in the skin inside her nose. This caused an infection that eventually caused a hole to open through her septum. And then her nose collapsed. <laughs> yes. Imagine if the little, the little cartilage piece that makes your nose stand out from your face was gone. God, didn't she notice that something no. was happening like when you sneeze or you're blowing your nose here's, or washing your face? Here's the problem with this thing, and this is the way the doctors described it. It was like Swiss cheese, right? It still had structural integrity right up until the minute that it did not. Because there were little tiny infections that burrowed little tiny holes through it. Jeez, you know what I'm saying? That's just absolutely but, scary. Like termites or something digging holes and... So you have like a basic frame and then all of a sudden Correct. it just gives way? Correct. She had little tiny infections oh God, over the awful. decades and then each one of them made a little tiny hole in her septum and it happened over and over and over again. And then one day her nose went, fuck it. <laughs> I quit. And this is why I wear a surgical mask when I'm sewing <laughs> with corduroy. <laughs> all the little lint. Yeah, this is shit that nobody told me was even possible. You know, do a lot of cocaine, your nose will collapse. All right, I understand that. That makes total sense. Because after you do a little bit of cocaine, your nose starts bleeding all the time. I get it. But I had no idea. Cutting hair, cutting hair, collapse. That's really scary. But, you know, I mean, there she's been doing it for years. I think a lot of hairdressers do do it for many, many, many years. Oh, yeah. A lot of them start when they're relatively young and they mm -hmm. do it their whole lives. Jeez, mm -hmm. <laughs> now you can't even <laughs> cut hair without having issues like nothing is safe well there's all kinds of shit that happens that nobody ever thought was going to be a problem before stuff like carpal tunnel nobody ever thought that was going to be a, thought you were gonna have any problem just because you fucking typed you know what i'm saying and one day people are like oh my hands are useless now i type too much they're ruined which by the way i'm not telling you what to do but if you want to make sure you don't do carpal tunnel all you gotta do is a few exercises every day it doesn't matter what kind of exercises they are I don't even exercise very often, but I occasionally use my kettlebell. Mm -hmm. Like if my wrists start to bother me, I do use my kettlebell a couple of days. Problem goes away. Just Good to know. Just don't be a slob. Lazy slobs. Stop it. Yeah, what happens? It's one of those things that people don't realize how bad things have got. Like I'm totally out of shape. I'm not even pretending that I'm not. So when I feel like I'm not, when I'm not feeling good though, a little bit of exercise perks me right up. Feel a lot better. I do just enough to keep from dying. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and you have like a thermometer. 
<laughs> no, I'm like, <laughs> ah, I had a hard time catching my breath today. My fucking stomach hurts. Ride a couple miles on the exercise bike. Good as new. Good to go for another couple days. <laughs> Yay. That usually lasts for a few weeks. Get the blood pumping into parts of your body that hadn't been in for a while. Well, good. <laughs> People overstate the need for exercise. I really think twice a month is all you need. Cut it out. It'll be fine. You don't think so? No. Safer than fucking clipping hair. What about dog groomers? How much more dangerous do you think it would be to a dog groomer? You get all those fucking wiry dog hairs going up your nose? With, like, fecal matter and stuff uh, on it? Why did you have to be gross? <laughs> Just saying. Why did you have Dogs to Dogs are nasty. Dogs are the ones that eat their own poop, or they dig around in the dirt and get some parasites. Nasty. You need to express the dog's anal glands, by the way. No. Just need it. I keep an eye on her. She's not doing any of the things. Good. Because if she does... Take her to the vet. Trade-in time. <laughs> oh, you're gross. Your shelf life is over. You're disgusting. You're out of here. <laughs> exactly. I can't I wait. say it was nice. I can't wait till I get my Rottweiler. I'm very excited. That's on my Christmas Shut list, up. by the way. Well, you can keep asking Santa all Little you want. Little Rottweiler bitch. Little Rottweiler bitch. That's all I want. All right. Here's my next story. About a thousand rats are awaiting adoption in California. After being rescued from a house featured on the A&E reality TV show Hoarders, the Humane Society trucked the rodents over the weekend from Los Angeles to San Jose, where more than 30 volunteers and nonprofit staff helped move the rats into Andy's pet shop in San Jose, which agreed to temporarily house them. Lauren Paul of the nonprofit North Star Rescue told the San Jose Mercury News that the previous owner's daughter had brought home a pregnant rat one day and the litter began multiplying quickly. The man's neighbor called hoarders, producers, after the rats began tearing apart the house. One pregnant rat ends with your ass on hoarders. Not good. I mean, I'm assuming there are other reasons why they were there. I'm guessing they were hoarders first and the rat right. thing. And then the rat thing. And it's right. hard to catch them once you've let them out. I am not living in a house. With a hundreds rats, of rats a running thousand around. fucking rats. Whether you a think rats. they're domesticated or not, it, no. Well, that's the thing. When we had rats as a pet, even you had to admit, they were very sweet, right? Not all but, of them. But that's what, this is what I'm saying. They are very sweet, right up until one of them lost her fucking mind mm -hmm. and tried to chew off your hand. And I've been bit by varieties of household pets, and the one that really hurts is a rat bite. Yes. That fucking hurts. <laughs> the time the rat bit me woke my ass right the fuck up. Well, and I'm still scarred by the one rat that got de-gloved de de -gloved and took solace <laughs> on my shoulder. Oh, please hold me. Please hold me. No, thank please you. That was like a seriously so scarring it moment in my so life. Yeah, I know. I get the phone call. I'm like, I don't know. What you I weren't there. That's what I said. You called me and I said, I don't know what I can do for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I couldn't even imagine if, you know, a rat that wasn't nice, this was the sweet one, so at least I was sympathetic. Right. But if something would happen, like you're, if you're in a hoarding situation and there's debris everywhere and you accidentally step on one and it runs up on you, <laughs> how can you sleep in a house like that? I couldn't. Yeah, I, I'd be terrified. I'd fall asleep right. and they'd start chewing on my well, toes or I, something. I, yeah, I wouldn't be comfortable. Even with the rats that we kept as pets, the, even the nice ones, I would not be comfortable if it just crawled up on me in the middle of the night. That would not make me happy. And here's the thing, too. A hundred rats that they're going to try to adopt out. 
It's a thousand. You get that, right? Oh, it was it's, a thousand? It's, it's not oh, a it's a thousand, yeah. It's a thousand. Come on. <laughs> You're not going to find homes for a thousand of them. It's a no. nice gesture, no. but let's be realistic. And I, I'm not trying to be a dick because, like I said, we had rats as pets and we enjoyed them for the time that we had them. There's no denying that the kids love those rats, but they're rats. And when we had rats in my house that weren't my buddy, exactly, they had to go. We killed them. <laughs> we killed them. It's awful. Without thinking twice about it, because you're rats in my house, especially when there's so many that they're literally destroying your house. Take fucking action. And I mean, it's, I know it's not necessarily the rat's fault, but well, they spread the, disease and they're completely destructive. And right, and the, the the bigger problem is the hoarding thing in general. And it, it scares me that they don't have any problem finding people to be on the show. I and each one, know. each one is worse and more horrifying than the last. Well, I, that's not true. Some of no. the houses I've seen, there's like varying degrees of hoarding. Every and time, some of them, I look in there, I go, you know what? I kind of get the feeling they took everything out of the drawers and closets and shoved it all about so it, it looked worse. So it looked worse. Yes. I don't know. My, my I can't watch that show because every time I see any, if, if I watch a whole episode, I die a little bit inside. I can't handle it. It To me, it is so depressing and so just, what the fuck? I think it's enlightening and, and motivating. Well, There's nothing that strikes fear <laughs> in the deep depths of my heart more than the hoarding show. Well, we've talked about it. In the past, and we've talked about it in the past few shows, and we've been talking about it more around the house about the fact that we just we don't need more stuff. You know, I mean, it's like when we were making Christmas lists. Even the girls are making Christmas lists. They're like, I've reached maximum density on stuff. Mm-hmm. My need for stuff is very limited now. So, I mean, this year we're getting some gifts for the family, you know, but I don't think we're going totally fucking crazy no, on. I don't think so. I mean, except for motorcycle get some stuff. Clothes, but... Motorcycle stuff. A lot of motorcycles. I haven't even got a list from you yet. Here's what my list is. It's extremely difficult for me. Here's what my list is. Everything I've ever talked about for my motorcycle. Okay. (laughs) I've talked about craft stuff. Do you remember any of it? I already told you what you're getting. I don't want $700 (laughs) pasta machine for my polymer clay. It's not a pasta machine. Okay. A polymer clay machine. You're really overstating. It's $695. A lot of Plus tax and shipping. Do you think the thing would be good without the fucking motor on it, though? Cause it, no, it, it's still four hundred twenty-five dollars no, without the motor. It's, it's yes, not, it is. No, it's not. It's two fifty without the motor. No, not the one I looked at. You're wrong. I'll show it to you. Whatever. We're gonna. Fight. I don't know. We're I think it'd fight. be a giant pain in the butt. It's not though. That's it's the whole thing. It'd be giant. It's, it's this huge. Big. It's this big. Yeah, it's big. It's twice as big as really problem. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna take a big motion time. Next story. A man who bought a foreclosed Florida home discovered a body in the garage, and it may be that of the former owner, authorities said Friday. The man went to the home in Cape Canaveral on Thursday, a day after buying it. Braverg County Sheriff's Mayor Major Andrew Walters said he found the body in a car in the, in the garage. Walters said it's unclear how long the body had been there or how the person had died. Autopsy was underway. You find a corpse in a car in a garage. How do you think it died? Somebody's house gets foreclosed on. You move in a couple of weeks later and you find a body in a car in the garage with the door closed. Hmm. What do you think, Kim? Well, Pretty sure the guy killed himself. Yeah, I would Pretty think sure. that it was. Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of investigation that needs to go no. on. Was the car running? And here's, you know what disturbs me the most about this? 
That means this guy got foreclosed on and his house went to sale and nobody contacted him because he was dead when it was happening. Yeah. Or they could have said, I mean, honestly, there are a lot of folks who get started on the foreclosure process and they bail. They move. Why wouldn't you? They just abandon everything. I'm just saying, though, it probably isn't going to raise any red flags because it is pretty common for people to to be unreachable. Well, especially in Florida, where I, I read an article the other day in Rolling Stone and the foreclosure shit in Florida is completely out of fucking hand. They have what they call the rocket docket now that's just for foreclosures. They do 200 cases a day in those courtrooms. 200 cases a day where they just fucking, the judge just rubber stamps the foreclosure, doesn't really check anything. Doesn't make sure it's even fucking legal what they're doing. And people get chucked out of their houses. 200 a day. And that's one of the courtrooms. I don't see how that's any better than the robo-signing that the big banks were doing. How is that any different? It's exactly the same. They don't have time to read the information that's in the file. They certainly don't have time to verify anything. They're pushing them through that fast. Well, that's the thing. They don't. They don't have time to verify shit. And if somebody dares to show up with a defense attorney to try to fight it, because honestly, I understand that a lot of these people are in houses they had no business being in, right? And they're not paying their bills. I understand that a lot of them aren't. But here's the other thing. The banks are more than happy to take the money they got for putting people in those fucking houses. Right. When people could not afford them. And we experience firsthand how shady your lender gets, even on what should be a very straightforward process, right? Right. Because we were down to the day of signing and our fucking lender was like, well, I'd just like to lower your payments to $100 a month for a year. We, we got this new adjustable uh, rate mortgage with a balloon payment. Fuck you. I know where that's going to go. It's going to go right in my asshole and blow up and kill me. So it, it offends my sensibilities that the banks are just like, give us our fucking house back. What are you going to do with it, assholes? It's going to sit there and fucking rot. That's why I'm glad a lot of these states are like, you know what? If you take a house back, you got to fucking keep it up. It's got to look nice. You can't just board it up and hope for the best. Yeah, I don't know. It's shameful. But I think when all is said and done, you know, they're going to find out that a whole lot of stuff went down. A whole lot of people got their homes taken away prematurely illegally well and that's the thing i was saying underhandedly i don't understand how it's better for the bank to just take a house than it is to work for people and get some fucking money out of it because if you repossess a house now you're not selling it for anything near what it was worth you know what i'm saying you're not right. gonna get any more money if you than you would if you just want to work with people i, I don't know the whole thing it's just, shameful it, it and it frustrates the shit out of me because the amount of money those banks got given when the banks all got giant fucking stack sacks of cash, the government should have said, oh, by the way, this is to pay all those fucking mortgages you're whining about. Mm-hmm. You got paid. We're done. And I don't understand how that happens. You got paid a giant fat stack of money because the mortgages were all fucked up. Now you've been paid. So why are you still going after this shit? Because it's like double dipping. They can't charge people now for certain credit card fucking asinine services or whatever. Fucking and they asinine. can't do it from bank accounts anymore so they got to find another way to generate revenue all banks need to go back to being local this would never have happened in the town we grew up in you know what i'm saying you go see that's banker true. bob and Banker bob goes i don't know shit's fucked up let's see what we can work out that's true it's it, the whole problem now is that the shit is faceless it's handled by computers and they don't know and they don't fucking care 
And the only people you ever get to talk to are the minimum wage wage slaves they fucking threw in there, whose only job is to call you and go, you're fucked. Sorry, you are fucked. Fuck you. Fuck you and your house. Well, the house across the street from us is for sale. And I swear, for the longest time, the guy seemed rather like a serial killer. Oh, that guy? I don't like that yeah. guy. I don't know because what he only fu- would show up every what six weeks or something. It was not very often, but yeah, it was once or twice every couple of months. And then he always had huge black garbage bags out whenever he was there. I was like, "What are you doing in there? You're never home." Yes. <laughs> that was what, what are you throwing was... away. You're one person. That's what always confused me. I never even saw saw him take anything into the house. Like you'd see him pull in, and then later at night you would see him leave the house with his truck full of garbage bags. Like what? Where did that come from? Yeah. You don't have anything in that house. Why? Are you, what? <laughs> I know. Now he's fixed it all up on the outside, painted it, put new carpet on the inside, and now it's up for sale. So I'm curious to see how long it'll be on the market. We don't have very many houses in our neighborhood for sale right how now. How long's that house across the street? How long did it stay on the market last time? A while. A long fucking time. Yeah, but that one was more decrepit, I think. I guess. I'm just not real happy with the two houses on our street for sale. Because they're right across the street from us? Yeah, I don't, I don't approve. <laughs> well, I don't... Maybe they're not selling because of my yard. Oh, yeah. It's our fault. Give <laughs> me a fucking break. I don't know. It's it's weird to me. And that's the thing. I'm very concerned about how it's all going down. So we'll see, I guess. How, how would you feel if you bought a house and you went and there was a body in there? Freaked out? Because they're supposed to disclose that crap before you buy it. I would tell them. Seems to me that'd be like a breach of contract. I just tell them I'm keeping it. Finders keepers, mine. You're keeping the body. Yep. Well, you're allowed to keep anything that you find exactly property. Mine. You want the body back? It's going to fucking cost you, and it's going to cost you a lot. Otherwise, I'm going to burn it out back. Thing three's been reading about mummification. She could probably help out a little bit. (laughs) She's a little too into the processes. Well, it was Thing 2 that got her started on that kick. You know that? Yeah. Because Thing 2 was talking about the mellifluous man, which is where you feed somebody that's about to die a diet of nothing but honey. Oh, icky. She told her about that? Yeah. Ugh. Of course she told her about it. <laughs> Why wouldn't she tell that her? That was awful. You feed them a diet of nothing but honey until they die, and then they turn into candy. Repulsive. Th- that, to me, is one of the weirder things I've ever read about being yeah. dead. I was like... Dead people candy. That's not right. But then I was like, well, break me off a toe. Ew. Well, how not do you. Toes. How Peter do you, grows. How do you feel about the guy, you know, the guy who does uh, bodies in motion or whatever it's called, where he plastinates right. the bodies? But he's selling pieces he's and parts. selling pieces now. and parts online. I think it's gross. You can buy a I don't key, like it. You can buy a keychain with a nipple on it. No, <laughs> I don't want that. It's kind of weird. Unless I can use it for TSA screening, then maybe. Well, what do you think about. <laughs> What do you think about the people who donated their bodies to his his displays? You know what I'm saying? To find out they're being parted out. Yeah. I, well, I think they actually give permission. To get parted out? Not to get parted out, but to be used. Right, but I don't... So I don't think they can stipulate which way. You don't think they could say, you can't sell me for fucking souvenirs, asshole? No, I don't... Uh, well, they might add that now. <laughs> <laughs> I find it a little weird. It and is very I, and, weird. And, and who wants that? I kind of do. Oh, no. <laughs> Not in my house. I can't have pieces and parts like just, that around. Just uh, a keychain. Nothing big. No. Nothing big. Just a just keychain. Just even no. No. Just a keychain. It's no. plastic. It's not a real body part anymore. It's, it it is. really is plastic. No. Keychain? No. Just a keychain. That's gross. Stocking stuff for keychain? No. 
I want a little pineal gland. That's all I want. It's just so gross. Please. Christmas list. I said, just like I told the girls, just because it's on the list doesn't mean it's making it into the house. <laughs> you can you... write it down all you want. How come I can never have anything nice? Or deprive Sam. Can I have a femur bone <laughs> lamp? No. No. Cut it out. That's like beyond creepy. I never get to have anything. You are no fun. I would buy one for you. I wouldn't ask for one. The, you know, the difference. Did you understand how funny it is that I asked for a femur bone lamp? Do you get the whole the leg whole, lamp? The whole I understand joke of how I awesome it is. That. I'm not. Do you get how fucking awesome that is? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I would be just like, uh, what's the kid's name? Ralphie. I'd stroke it. <laughs> a nice little fringe on the lampshade for you. And then people got up to you, be like, "Yeah, let me hit you with that femur bone. I'll beat you with your leg." Yeah, any other stories over there? Oh, I do not. It's almost Christmas, how are you feeling? It's not almost Christmas. It's almost time to put up the tree, though. Are you on track? I think we're doing pretty good. Like so, two and I have been seriously focused about making ornaments. All I can say is it's a damn good thing that I told you just to knock off buying the non-sparkly ornaments, because you'd have been fucked. Well, we didn't end up using them this time, but yeah, okay. The sparkly ornaments? We use some of them. But... A lot of them. A lot of them. Don't try to find them. They're back. asking if we're going to do a video this year for putting up the tree. Maybe. <sighs> it's been a while since we did one. We, it has been. A couple years. Yeah. I don't think this tree is going to be cool enough to warrant the video. Wow. That's rude. <laughs> it's we gonna... can always make it. And if it's not any good, then we won't post it. That's how that works. Yeah, See the magic of I'll the internet. I need a new video camera. My old one annoys me. It has held up really well, though. It's held right, up through it 10 years, right? Mm, yeah. Has it been that long? Mm -hmm. Maybe. Want the new one, high definition one with the porno scanner on it. Oh, my God. Pictures of you through your clothes. It. All right. If they want to call us, we're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Can we just go back and do the Nightmare Before Christmas tree every year? No. No. It was the best one. It was the best. I'm sad. <laughs> I peaked way too early. For, right out of the chute. There it is. It's my theme tree. Well, I don't know how you're going to do better than that. Uh, <laughs> maybe we'll do it again. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You're the best. Well, you know, there's all new shit now, right? There's all new uh, Nightmare Before Christmas stuff out. It's, every year they come out with new stuff. Yeah. I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. All right, don't forget to use the podcast.com leave your review on iTunes. I hope everybody has a good holiday weekend. Don't do anything fucking stupid. Any of my listeners go out and drive drunk or fucking get into a brawl at Black Friday doing that shit? Not funny. Not funny. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Mm -hmm.